There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I hear the words you say sometimes. I mean, who talks like that? Ah, thank you, Silence the Voice. Uh, it is February. January's gone. We're just a few months away from Christmas again if this keeps up. One after another. And normally about now we'd be sitting here thinking, ah, we got it's a beautiful day today. It's like mid-70s. You start, you're tan from playing golf yesterday. You got all sunny. And start feeling that whole Phoenix thing and spring training's right around the... Well, no, it's not. Did they, did they decide to push it back or... They're talking the late April. And it'll be like a week and a half. Oh, okay. And then you said after yeah. spring training, they're still going to cram in 154 games. They're just cutting eight games out of the season. So baseball's going to you know just shoot itself in the foot by having... Lots of doubleheaders. Total seven-inning yeah. doubleheaders and things nobody wants to see. And I don't know what... What do you do when a game gets canceled? You, which they you play will more and more oh, yeah. doubleheaders and just yeah. float guys which, around. Which I don't know. You know, just throws more virus out they, there. Exactly. They, evidently, they think they have a plan. So hopefully, by then, we'll have wrangled some of this a little bit. But you got me, man. But uh, yeah, it's a perfect time to be goofing around. But it does. It feels like we're going to have spring again, and the time's just flying by. We already blew through January and. Now it feels like time is moving too fast. Before, last year felt like every day was a slog, even though the year went quick. Like every day felt like, oh, my God. It's just now I'm looking like, where did this go? It feels like just yesterday we were New Year's Day. Boom. Yeah. 31 days are gone. And now we're Brady's birthday. He's going to be in a senior living facility before you know it. (laughs) Getting a lot of happy birthday wishes for you, Brady. Yeah. Before we get – oh, and we were just talking about this. The football thing that happened this weekend was pretty interesting, though. You know, the week off when there's no football news, they decide to throw a little, uh, you know, soap opera at you and get Matthew Stafford over there for the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, Jared Goff is a Detroit Lion. I don't know what the Lions are doing because if you can't win with Matthew Stafford, you're not going to win with Jared Goff, although he's younger. Doing, they're doing the Herschel Walker uh, is it? plan. They got to just load, load, up, on, a load picks, up on picks. I suppose. But you're getting Rams picks. Those are 22nd, 25th picks. Right. You're not going to get like. On top of theirs? It's. It's better. To, it's good to have first round picks. There's yeah. nothing wrong. You can find a gem in the first round, but you're not rebuilding a franchise with 22nd first. You know, you got to be in the top three or four to start a franchise over. Bodies, just bodies. Yeah. Bodies in the building. And trades. You can start moving. But that's an interesting move right there. And I was talking to a, a guy who used to play for the Cardinals yesterday, and we were chatting, and I'm, and he just goes, "Man, I don't know how half those dudes are employed." And I said, "You're talking about Steve Kime," and he goes, "When I was there." We signed Tyron Matthews, $60 million, and the defense had a party. We were thrilled. Our guys locked down. We're in a good spot. So we got uh, 21. You know, Patrick Peterson's on one, and we got Tyron. We got this, this defense is shoring up. And he said, the next year, we lose him for Sam Bradford. And he said, and then trade everybody for Josh Rosen and get all new coaches. And he goes, and then I was gone. He goes, I shake my head at that. And the dude's still there. And I'm like, you know. There's a lot, of, a lot of crazy – I forgot about the Sam Bradford thing. If I was a Cardinal right, fan, right. that one would have gone yeah. away. There's 10 or 11 different things that he's done, and for some reason, 
his crowning achievement was going like three and thirteen and getting Kyler Murray. That's did not you an hear, achievement. Did you hear a lot of the comments over the weekend? This is how how bad the Cardinals media and Cardinals fans are. Oh boy, we should be all in on a trade for Deshaun Watson. Get rid of yeah, Kyler Murray, yeah, and know. I'm like, what are you trying Again? to do? There's, Reset yeah, every year? Yeah, there's, what there's. You, well, they're used to it. They I, are. I, I, that's I, the I'm not going to say that's Cardinal it. fans. I don't think all Cardinal. I think dumb ones are going to mouth off on Damn. on the internet and stuff and say stupid. Like, I don't think you're a smart fan if you think that that's a good idea. Because Kyler Murray's. I, I'm not a huge fan. I wouldn't want a short, tiny running quarterback. I would neither. Deshaun Watson is. And just I have one established. Yeah, but uh, you know they can win with him. I think Kyler Murray. They've will get established you wins. they yeah. can win with him. But I, I think, but you know, you need I think more like help. you always say, the league's chart starting to figure him out. So now he's got to try and figure out around around yeah. that. Coaches have to figure that out. They have to put him in position to be, you know, more than just the guy that's one read and let's see what you can do. I'm not sure Double K is but, that guy. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if he's not. I don't know if I. I don't know. I don't. I haven't. I don't think. I think the jury's out. It's been two years with Murray, right? And he's been he's been the most impressive one. They went out and got Hopkins and all that. But I mean, you look at the. The track record of their G- GMs when other teams are making trades like Goff for Stafford, and one of them was just in the Super Bowl. You, you're more like the Lions than you are the Rams, and I think if you ask the Cardinals, they think they're more like the Rams, and they're not. And it's got to be frustrating as a Cardinal fan or player, as it turns out, when you're sitting there thinking, we're on the right track, and then they derail the entire thing. To go get Sam Bradford for, and I even said, well, you got two good games out of Sam. And he goes, you're pushing it at two. And I said, didn't he get hurt the first week? He goes, oh, he's hurt the whole, he's hurting yeah. pre, he's, he's hurt the whole time. I forgot about him. Everybody did. Jeez. Because think about what's going on since the Sam Bradford days, day. Recovering. <laughs> yeah. Well, then after that, you go, you trade up to get Josh Rosen. You have an all new coaching staff. Yeah. They're all gone in a year. The chosen one. And then you go get Kyler Murray because that was such a dismal failure, and it's all based off of two years prior when you did the Sam Bradford experiment. It's it's a big head-scratcher that they are where they are. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know that Deshaun Watson is not interesting to every team. Yeah. Because he's been in a well, weird they're spot. breaking it down. There's, there's like... He's the third best nine, quarterback in football. Yeah, I think there's nine or ten teams that wouldn't take that deal because yeah. of who they have. This year, that leaves 22 teams. His numbers were ridiculous yeah. on a team, and again, they were behind a lot, so his passing numbers are going to be higher. But his completion percentage was huge. David Johnson his, wasn't the answer. Yeah, point. no, and I, I just you look at the things he accomplished there. We're like, you got to put him behind a line and give him a chance. Some receivers that, and a coaching staff that knows what they're doing. It's interesting. The Bears could use Deshaun Watson since they passed on him before. Yeah. yeah Don't even remind me. <laughs> Bears can use anybody at this point. You hate your own team. Oh, I do. It's it's, it's rough. But the only thing is that going into the season, I know out of training camp, all right, well, we ain't going anywhere. Yeah. So, you, you know, know I mean, I got no hopes. Your bar's low. Right. Exactly. If you keep your bar low, that's but a how problem. long are you going to be okay with that uh, You know, you know, it's almost like you know, and what a trade like up till twenty sixteen. It's almost like being a Cubs fan. It's just like, well, it's my team. I just, yeah. I got to stick with them. You know? I mean, oh, it hurts. It, su- it sucks. Yeah. But you know, like Terrible. this year, I know the Cubs are going to stink. So I'm like, oh, right. Well, you see, you're doing the same thing with me yeah. with the Bears. It's like yeah. coming out. You're like, man, well. Yeah, so man, one whatever. or two trades. I mean, it could take a that would change your attitude. Like if if you know Deshaun Watson does happen, that's kind I don't of know. You still got pace, and you still got you <laughs> he still hates still the rest of the team. He's got a lot of hate around. But it would definitely be a step in the right direction. Let's just say that. 
I'm just hoping for Virginia McCaskey. Well, history as your pass on. History as your guide. Yeah, you're rooting for people to die. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. That's what most Italians do. <laughs> Only we could get rid of this McCaskey broad. That's your solution to everything. <laughs> by the way, I got uh, Brett. You better cool a little bit. By the way, what did I do? I'm getting. I was at. A, I, I met a friend uh, for a drink uh, real quick yesterday. Yeah. And it was all just to talk about how much he likes you. And I'm like, well, this no. is annoying. All right. Well, no, no. Well, Calm her down just a oh, little okay. bit. You know, you're doing good, but all let's right. not go crazy. <laughs> And then I get this email to start today, and this is funny. Uh, this girl named Shanna emails and says, I hail from California. Oh, Brady, I'm going to put on my progressives because I'm supposed, there we to, go. supposed to wear these glasses when I read. So things don't get worse. Ow! There. Porn mustache and glasses are, I'm like, looks like I'm reading to children, and then later I've got a windowless fan to take them home. Uh, uh, hey, all, I hail from California. I love listening to the podcast. I listen during my lunch hour. And probably look a little bit crazy because I laugh my ass off with my earbuds in. I work in Hollywood. Uh, I look like everyone else. They're all crazy. Uh, anyway, there's a juice smoothie place I like, and they serve – how do you say that? Acai? Acai? Yeah, acai. Anyway, they serve bowls of that. And they're named based on what else is in the bowl. The K-bowl has kale in it, for example. There's one with Nutella. And I thought of Brett because right. guess what that bowl's called? The end bowl. <laughs> Send one out. <laughs> it's really good, and I order it frequently. But I feel like such a racist saying, "Give me the N word." <laughs> the N bowl. Thanks for the laughs, Shayna. Thanks for the laughs, homies. It says, which is <laughs> that's for you. I wonder bowl if they bowl. ship stuff out. I'm, the, yeah, I'm ordering. Yeah, get that. a get a to go N bowl. <laughs> you can't have that. Oh, oh it's great on uh, Wheel of Fortune the other night. They do a same letter one, and that's usually. Where all the words start with the same letter, and when you find that letter, uh, you get like six of them. And so, dude spins seven fifty, and he goes N, and he goes, "Well, you found it. We got six N words." And I'm like, Pat! <laughs> "No, how do you not edit that out?" All right, we got to find that. Yeah, one. yeah, get that one. <laughs> I, I was going to tape it, but I was laughing so hard. Uh, and then Mike says, "Hey, after hearing about your Mac Weldon's over and over, I'm like, Jesus, I'm giving him a run. Dude won't shut up." I ordered them Wednesday. They arrived Friday. You are 110% right. These are incredible. Thanks for the uh, recommendation. Uh, even though you're not getting paid for it, you should, Mike. Well, that's the truth. And then uh, another one fires back and says, uh, if Brady gets Mac Weldon's for his birthday, we're going to call him Big Mac Weldon's and he's getting sued. <laughs> so very true. Uh, yeah, so still worried about your birthday a little bit. People are very nice. Happy birthday wishes coming in like crazy for you, Brady. And uh, somebody said, I hope for Brady's birthday, all of us get afternoon b-hole. And the whole st- city has sort of An like a, a scent about it. <laughs> We're known for it. If tourists come and go, what goes on here February 1? Like the air's not clean, but the air's clean. <laughs> like it looks clear, but it smells terrible around here. So we'll get to, we'll get you some birthday prizes. but And it is hard because this guy said, I, I one dude emailed and said, I feel Brady's pain. Uh, I had to can't or schedule my own birthday dinner, and two people couldn't make it from my wife and child, <laughs> and so we had to reschedule my birthday dinner because they were like, "Oh, we're not going to be able to make that." It's just not fair. And if you make reservations on your own, it's pathetic. You're kind of hoping to say, "And hey, you should have had birthday boy weekend. You need to go home and have a talk." This is as bad as the year that Toledo got composting stuff from his kids. That was the worst <laughs> gift I've ever heard in my life. They gave him a five-gallon five bucket and some of their feces and said, go nuts, grow some veggies. 
and he did it. And you made a little garden on it. Now the kids are growing weed. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is almost there. Vape vape acres is an unbelievable thing. And it's all from that big bucket of poop. Uh, That joke will really hit home in about six more months. (laughs) Dad, we bought you a bunch of hydroponic stuff. (laughs) Uh, This one, Kelly says, uh, I hope Brady enjoys Kirby's present. I helped her make it. She's much better at it than I was, but she got him out a lot. We got freshly stomped grapes to come to your house. (laughs) Uh, That's why Kirby's feet are stained purple. I hope you haven't noticed. And I don't know if you guys saw OJ's post on Friday because he got the vaccine. Uh, One of our listeners, Joseph Ramirez, was first to chime in on OJ's – he got his vaccine, and he said basically – Everybody needs to do this. It's the right thing to do. Well, our friend uh, Joseph Ramirez first in on the comments, 11 seconds after OJ posted it, and uh, he says, he's, he goes by the name of Wapo de Santa Poco. And he said, well, at least Nicole and Ron didn't die from the COVID. And I have to give you all the credit in the world, Joseph. That's a beautiful, beautiful moment between you and the juice. And the juice's best part is his face mask is an embroidered face mask that says the juice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's covering his face up, which you'd think, after all he's been through, would be something he wants to do. But no, he announces through the face mask, in case you didn't recognize me as O.J. Simpson, yes, I am the juice, my mask says so. It's it's just horrifying. Some of the responses were, uh, it's nice to see O.J. as the one getting stabbed for a change. <laughs> right. Another one said, as a zero-time murderer, I think I deserve this vaccine before you do. Just saying. <laughs> I've thrown a complete no-hitter on murders in my 48 years, and yet you are getting a – how about the nurse? She has yeah, to put aside – She has to put aside all her feelings because you know she's got them. Hey, nurse, how you doing? Hi, Orenthal. I just thought I'd sit down. I want to live forever. I can't get sick and die. People would go crazy. And there he sits getting his uh, COVID did, shot I guess he did a little uh, video follow-up. Oh, he did? Yeah. Toledo, find me some of that. Okay. I just know he did the one where he's sitting down. Hey, Twitter world, I'm just getting healthier. I'm going to live forever. And he's, uh, there he is getting his shot with his mask that says the juice on it, which I found sort of awesome, to be honest with you. He's embracing, yeah, or else. His, uh, he embraces, uh, almost the dark clouds that follow him. Like most people can't. Megan sent me something yesterday. Some guy on Facebook said something terrible about me, but he posted, he was mad about the GameStop stuff. And I think he misunderstood me because I'm like, the SEC's going to, they're mad because they think you guys are breaking their game. And I call, and I'm like, and I think I was quoting them, and he thought I was saying it from my, well, I was actually saying it the other way, and he's just mouthing off. So she sends me this thing. He's like, did you see this? I'm like, well, I, no, I don't go on social media because there's always a troll on there that makes me go, ugh, I hate everybody. So she sends me this thing and it just puts me in this downward spiral. Like, why do I do? Why do I even try? You know yeah. that, that whole thing. Juice can do it. Juice has. A, I want whatever he's got when it comes to not even being a little. Because I got duck feathers. I'm not bothered by much, but it does make you feel like ugh. It makes you have zero sense of uh, pride in humanity when you read that somebody misunderstood you and they go off on a tangent. And you're like, God, I, do, I don't want how he does it though. How does he, he – He doesn't look at the responses. He can't, but why have the thing? Because he's just – He has to. He has to be curious. He has to be curious. And it's almost like he's got this built-in thing that switches off. He knows better. And he goes back in and he just – he absorbs it and, and it 
and it and he eats it and it he doesn't seem bothered at all. He's got no feelings. He cut a bronze oh, head off. True. I mean, yeah, Brett, you know, Brett brings up an interesting point. <laughs> yeah, that part right. of the uh, there is the sociopathic part. Yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah, that you're just glossing over it. <laughs> you know what? I came at it from a realistic point of view, and you've set me straight, Brett. That's absolutely true. He, uh, I have to remember he chopped a woman's head yeah. off and then killed a guy just for being too close to that. And didn't he almost get his head off too? Uh, no, I don't think he chopped at his head. He stabbed him pretty good in the legs. I mean, he he. he he went into him like a like a Thanksgiving turkey. Okay, but uh, I don't remember him. He he. Cut I thought he got them both off. in the throat. No, which is why they think that it was somebody who knew her quite close because it was so personal. Passion. Usually, a slash. That's a thing you learn in criminal investigations. Is that if the face is slashed, it's usually someone who loved them because they tried to. It's usually a crime of passion if the face is cut up because that's somebody who you're looking at going, "Woof, this was personal." They made this about this person's. Uh, Everything like this. this isn't just a murder and then a runaway. This was like there was a message sent by cutting him up. Is so, that like if I can't have her, then no one or him? Kind of or just like uh, it's just personal. You yeah. cut somebody's face up, it becomes a different type of thing. That's at least the cops and the investigators. Like once you start slicing faces, we're looking at people very close to you. So that you know now it's out. So people, if you're out there murdering randomly, don't slice up, the cut face. up the face, and and they won't think it's you. <laughs> Pick people you don't know and cut their face. They don't know. But it, there's there's like little telltale signs. But what he did was, like, you're intimate with the body. You're not just killing them. You're doing extra. And that's when it's usually emotional. But OJ did that. If he did, I mean, everybody thinks he did. And it, 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 these moments where, you know, every – like, we read the Twitter page that he has as a hilarious laugh. And I can't imagine his every day going, let's check Twitter today. Oh, another person thinks I killed, killer, killer, killer. Nobody ever goes, great job, Juice. Glad you're staying healthy. It just doesn't happen. And the dude doesn't seem to care. But Brett has put that all in perspective. Like, he has no feeling. He cut a broad's head off. You're right. <laughs> Someone buy him an end bowl. <laughs> I want one. Get that man an end bowl. <laughs> I don't know. Why, the fact you laugh at all that stuff, it doesn't mean anything because it could mean something is my favorite part. But, uh, yeah, Shane, I like that. But, yeah, OJ's – do you have the video? I'm trying to find it. Yeah, if his Twitter page is that open about things. It's a strange It's a strange world because, you know, as as careless and meaningless as it is to me for people to say things, I still avoid it because I just think it's toxic to read stuff from people. And especially because, like the thing I read yesterday from that doucher that was mad – I feel like, oh, you misunderstood everything I said. And then you want to explain it. And I'm like, what do I have? Why am I explaining to someone I'll never know? You're not getting through to them. And I don't care yeah. about that. But it's like, no, I want to at least be clear. And then you're like, I don't need to be clear with it. I don't care. And, and you just go through that moment where there's the juice, <laughs> where you just have to kind of brush it off. And I'm good at that for the most part. I'm not OJ good at it. He does it with everyone. Uh-oh, you don't have the cord. Brady does. What's it doing over there? That's uh. That's uh, the Go Punk Yourself show uses. Oh, it. So, yeah, I'm gotcha. Craven. all over it. Craven. If you're going to move things, put them back, Craven. Yeah, I don't touch anything. I see it's over here, then it must be over here for a reason. <laughs> yeah, He's very I'm not technical. technical. I'm you're not touching You're a tech-savvy guy in that you know yeah. not to touch it. <laughs> it's, it's the way most wives are with penises. It's a, it's your wife with your birthday pants. I was going like, to say, you'll find that out It's today. here. It's in the room. I'm not touching it. I, I think I know what yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be it here, does. but evidently it's attached to him. That's his responsibility. Do you think you're going to get a bee hole in for your birthday? Um, 
Not not your own. Um, <laughs> well, you seem real confident um, over there. Um, <laughs> Man, you're really not sure. You don't. Do you think you're going to get the whole like any party? Like you know, uh, like is there going to be a mouth yeah, party we'll up in there? Probably do something. You think <laughs> he's not listening yeah. to you? He's thinking well, I'm out. trying to help by being <laughs> passive aggressive with him. Don't you think you deserve it? Is what I'm saying. Like today, like after yeah. a good long year, you had the COVID last year. Your 55 was not the best year. Let's kick off 56 with a little bit of a mouth party. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh man, that was That's, not. Convincing. You're not selling us yeah. over here. Tremendous. <laughs> oh, it's, it's getting worse. Okay, Jim. <laughs> you sound like when Willy Wonka wanted a kid back. That's great. Wonderful. Please come back. Stop. Please no. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's the juice on his follow-up. I haven't seen the follow-up Hey, Hey, the world, it's me, yours truly. <laughs> well, as you may have heard by now, I got my uh, COVID shot this week. Uh, you know, I recently celebrated my 34th annual 39th birthday, so I qualified here in Nevada. So my daughter and I spent uh, about four hours uh, over a two-day period waiting on the telephone. She did most of it. To get my reservation, I got my reservations, and then I went to my local Walgreens, waited in a very short line, and I got my shot. Now, I have one friend, a golf buddy of mine, he got the Moderna shot uh, he has one last friend, week. Is what he said His shoulder was sore for a couple of days. Uh, another friend of mine, he got the Pfizer like I did, and uh, he was actually uh, nauseous and sick for a couple of days. Me? I've had no effects. I mean, I've had no ill effects. Nothing bothers fine. the juice. Nothing. <laughs> he's, he's pretending to be a brady. No, I've had no ill effects. He had a brady joke. Yeah, brady. Uh, We're a week away. He had prop teeth in, yeah. and they yeah. fell I out. I normally as cheer, you know, for oh, the Russell Bills. Oh, jokes. What the fuck? But overall, I cheer for the American team because I played in Buffalo. Uh, uh, individuals like Tom Brady. Is he Brady talking and about Aaron football Rogers now? And, this guy's yeah, got Adam nerve, like just transitions, John. There, he's adamantium. I don't even want to call it steel balls. He wrote jokes about it. <laughs> don't you hate when things fall off your head? Me too. No side <laughs> effects. That's inconvenient. Side effects is 25 years ago, my wife died. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Yeah, that's a COVID side effect. She had a sore throat. Terribly sore. We stayed away from her, that's for sure. I don't want to get, Twitter world, I can't catch that. I'm 39 plus 34. Thanks, Oge. But how does he do it? Every comment is horrible. And there he is. Hello, Twitter world, yours truly. You kidding me? He's doing it until he gets a good comment. Yeah, and then he's going to yeah. close it up. <laughs> yeah. Well... Hello, Twitter world. This will be my last post, yours truly. Uh, I got my first and only love you juice. And it was uh, from my daughter, but that's still nice. He took his daughter to get the COVID shot. That's got to be tough for the hours. She was there. My daughter and I went to dinner last night, and after people stopped throwing rolls, we had nice time. (laughs) (laughs) Caught most of them. I caught a lot of them. I had good hands when I was with the Bills. I used to be uh, one of the first uh, running backs out of the backfield that could catch. Brady, I was good at that. So throw your rolls at me and my daughter. I'll bat them away. That's all right. I'll intercept your food. We had a couple of end bowls for lunch. <laughs> end bowls. We had delightful. What is that? Akai? <laughs> yeah. That's some end bowls. <laughs> this is good. Shana was right. 
She gave me a recommendation. It said, uh, Dear Juice, I hope you chose choke on an end bowl. And I gave it a try. I'm, I'm still here, Shana. I'm all right. But thanks for the recommendation. Very tasty. Juice don't choke. Juice doesn't choke. <laughs> My throat's wide open. Not like Nicole's. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I could swallow quite a bit. Now, you could pour an entire full potato down the cold neck. Now. <laughs> the nerve on that guy. It's unbelievable. It's and people send me that stuff, but I just I'm glad that the first comment on Juice's uh, vaccination was one of ours, one of our own. Yes, Joseph, you're in KUPD, leading the parade uh, down the OJ road. But you have to ask yourself, why are you following OJ? And most of you are following to just shake your head and then hopefully be the first one in with the with the joke. Because of John Holmberg. Yeah. Yeah. Put my yeah. name on there. I want to connect with the juice. I want to golf with him some. My dream foursome, and oddly enough, it's you because I want to share it with somebody. Brady, <laughs> OJ, and Caitlyn Jenner. I want the four of us to go out because I want to try to nail Caitlyn and have OJ's reaction to that. I want to, what are you flirting with him for? This is craziness. <laughs> hey, over here. I get my balls in the bush. I'm going to be in your bush in a second, Caitlyn. You. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't normal. What if you had to fight OJ for her? Off OJ and I got into a, a love triangle with Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> All okay, right, okay. guys, come on. Think about those possibilities. Oh, man. Why, Brady, don't you feel left out? I'd well, <laughs> be uncomfortable. How about you'd be, yeah, Brady, Brady's not in on it. OJ, I didn't know you were allowed to carry a knife. Uh, yeah. I have to carry a knife. <laughs> It'd be worse if I was in Caitlyn's house and then all of a sudden you just hear it. <laughs> hey, someone's at the door. Roses. I'll go see. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's OJ. <laughs> it's a bunch of roses. I can't be here. Hey, you better be alone in there. Or else, <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, he tweets it. Hello, Twitter world. I just got done having sex with 1976 decathlon gold medalist Bruce Jenner. <laughs> yeah, I had to kill a man to do it, but nobody will miss him. Little bald guy from Phoenix. He's a kind of a nuisance. More of a flea. He's on the porch if you want him. Anyway, so That's OJ. About how nice the sleeve was. <laughs> he entertains me, and I don't want to say that. I don't want to, but he does, and I think it's true of everybody. A thing that's not entertaining at all right now is the uh, uh, the Marilyn Manson stuff. Did you see that? Uh-oh. What okay, there? so remember Evan Rachel Wood? Did you see oh, this, yeah. Brad? Yeah. It's a little bit. It's fair. Now, about three years ago, she went in front of Congress and said that she'd been in a relationship that was a mentally, physically, and everything abusive you can come up with and never said who it was. We all kind of wondered. Now five ladies have come out and said uh, Marilyn Manson was – brutal and uh, just terrible to her and everything else horrifically abusive she said he uh, abused me for years and other women are making the same accusations there's five of them now that are saying marilyn manson was not just you know i mean he did some damage and then so they they work it back this is where hindsight on your interviews and your little things are bad uh in 2013 she was 18 when they started dating he was 37 and he said uh, – he's denying anything like that happened, but there was a, an article he, he actually said. They said, what is your uh, – like, what is your fantasy with her? Like you say, he said, oh, I have tons of them. Uh, my biggest fantasy every day is to smash her skull in with a sledgehammer. And so that's in the article. And somebody brought that up and a representative said, obviously, he's a theatrical rock star. Right. So he's just playing the game of being Marilyn Manson. He never really acted on it. But she's saying, oh, no. He, he was acting on it up to a point. 
So this gets ugly fast for. So there's a Netflix documentary out about all the the child stars from like the 90s and stuff, and she's she's in this. And she doesn't name who it is, but she talks at yeah. length about being abused. She's done it, but we had to assume it was him, right? Because it was her first Kinda, yeah, big relationship. She was eighteen yeah. when they started dating, and I, I remember didn't realize it was that long ago. when she was a little kid. I didn't either. She's on Westworld now. Yeah, but when she was a, a little kid and stuff, I forget what movie she did. She was phenomenal oh, yeah. in it. She was an amazing actress. She did a couple of them, and then I think the next time I saw her was some MTV awards, and she's dressed up in this weird dominatrix outfit, and she's with Marilyn Manson. You're like, wow, that's that. Wholesome kid. I think Dita Von Teese had issues with him, too, because yeah. she was dating him for a she while. She might be another one that threw it out there. I forgot. They have the names of the other ladies on there, too. Ashley Walters, Sarah McNeely, Ashley Lindsay Morgan, Gabriella. They're all – they all just go on and on about. Is it a similar deal that they're they're really young when they're dating him? or been going- Probably. I didn't – I don't know their ages. But, I mean, uh, Evan Rachel Wood said, I used to think that being strong was not being affected. Like to not let it bother me, and now being strong is, let, is letting it affect you and being able to move past it. I see the pain, uh, walking through it, uh, let it get through you, and then let it leave. You can break and still be a strong person, which is very true. This lady said, Gabriella said, it's taken me five years to speak out that I was in an abusive relationship. I was diagnosed with PTSD. I suffer from nightmares. I've blocked out a lot of memories, but the feelings remain and manifest in ways. I'm finally sharing this traumatic experience. Because I'm done being silent. It's not fair for someone to be held, uh, not to be held accountable for these actions. I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. This is the movie that they talk about in that Netflix. Thirteen. Series. It's a great movie, and the yeah. girl that's with her wrote it when she was like 12, 13, 14 years old. She's amazing in that movie, and so I forget the girl who wrote it, but she did. She was awesome that's too. Nikki Reed. That's her, Nikki other. Reed. She was, and she went on to do other stuff, but that was her. Crowning achievement. I think that might have gotten nominated. That was in 2003. Mm-hmm. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. But yeah, so this could be like in the day and age of, you know, uh, Louis C.K. can't stand in a hotel room with his dick out and not lose everything. Marilyn Manson. I mean, how is this not something people are like? I guess it's because when you're that weird, people are like, oh, of course. So in a way. Yeah, they, when you've put yourself out there that way. But in a way, they're looking at the girls going, you dated Marilyn Manson and he became. Abusive and uh, seem like a psychopath. Well, that's you on see you. This one coming? Yeah, that's yeah. on you. It's like that's what this guy says. Yeah. John, does it make me an asshole if I have? I'm because I'm not sure if I have pity for these women. I mean, you're dating Marilyn Manson. Yeah. you have to have seen one of his shows or looked at some of his promo material. And we don't we don't know Marilyn Manson personally, but yeah. we've seen him I've backstage. Him. You've chatted that, with him. That uh, Christmas show that we had him on. Yeah, he, he's weird. He's a weird dude, but hes it's almost like he's tongue-in-cheeking back at you, like, I get this. I get what I'm doing. The mound of cocaine and Taco Bell in his backstage thing was the last time I was allowed backstage at anything that closely. We, it was weird. but uh, and Definitely was not high-functioning in those things. No. When we were, that was when he was going through that thing where every couple of weeks another video would come out of him on stage drooling all over himself and, like, about to tip over. And, like, it's, he's done. But, yeah, it's the Charlie Sheen factor. Those girls that went in there were banging Charlie Sheen. And when Charlie Sheen became Charlie Sheen, we all kind of said, you knew this, right? Yeah. This was something you signed up for in a way. There's Toledo Randall and uh, – Toledo uh, with devil eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and a supersized Brian Warner, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I knew he was tall, but damn. Is well, he, he had, tall? He, he had, had those huge. platforms oh, okay, on okay. still, okay. but he is Munster. tall. He is tall. And Sean Rock. Back. This is a long time ago. Long time ago. But there you are. How come we never played that interview? 
I'd have to find it again. What, what did you do it for? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you just went and interviewed him on your own time and held it? No, Sean and I both did. You weren't doing our yeah. show yet, were you? No. Okay. This was before we put you in? Yep. What were you, 2004? Uh, 2005. Was? Yeah. Oh. I had to interview Manson one time, and it was on the phone, and Larry's like, just just interview him. I go, just play this live. He goes, absolutely not. So, <laughs> I, so I call up the number, and this... this uh, this, I, I could tell it was a black guy. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, you know, this is Brett from KUPD. And he's like, all right, is this live? And I'm like, no. He goes, good. All right, hang on a second. So Even I, he knew. Yeah. So I literally talked to him for Manson to, for like 27 minutes. And Larry's like, let me hear it before you air it and everything else. There was like three and a half minutes worth of usable stuff yeah. because he was just Drumming. off on tangents and dropping the N word all the time. Oh, oh yeah, oh, you yeah. had to love every second of that. Yeah, this oh, hilarious you know, I mean, moment. Yeah, that, well, once you started laughing, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you started like, laughing. I got the crowd. I want to hear that. That was ten minutes of Brett, my laughing. Yeah. Brett would be sitting there going, "Oh my god, you're going to get in so much trouble." But he kept talking about that song, "Rock and Roll N Word," that he that he has, and he just kept saying it over and over. And I'm like, "All right, dude, I can't use this." Those guys hate radio interviews to the point where they try to ruin. Yeah, and that's probably what he did. Jonathan Davis is like that. Yeah, they just don't want to do it, and they're like, and for whatever reason, Rob Zombie is another one. Yep. Zombie hates doing interviews, yeah. ex- you, unless it's Stern. You and Fitz like talk to him like every year I on know, the year at UFS. I know. and one year Fitz pissed him off, but and it was just one of those deals. Blame him because if you had to do radio across yeah. the country, I talked to those comedians, and they're like, there are three stations we like doing in the nation. Otherwise, it's misery for us. And they have to sell stuff. The, the concert's done at that point. When yeah. you're talking to the radio guys, it's pretty much already over. Like Rob doesn't want to hear about, so when you made uh, Astro Creep 2000, right, he's, right. he doesn't care. None no. of us. Let's talk about his movies and stuff right. like that, you know? Yep. Right. Mater wants to talk about wine. <laughs> yeah. That, and and wow. that's all he wants to talk about. Mater was a beehole. Yeah. And. We okay. had, and we I had even Jesse told him, James like, Dupree. Yeah, I even him. told him, I know what you're doing. If you yeah. don't want to do this, just say no. And he kind of. And then he turned a little yeah, bit. around yeah. a little bit. Because I basically said, and it wasn't because I was such a genius about it. I was just like, look, if you don't want to do this interview, then don't. You're, you're not doing me any favors being a jerk. You're not doing yourself any at all, but you're not making me feel bad or good either way. And I'm not going to sit back and go, you're awesome. It's 77 degrees outside. It's 855. I'm going to check uh, Travis got Maynard on. I'm not going to play the radio game. If you don't want to play, I don't want to play either. Did he lighten up then? Or a little bit. Then we out? talked yeah, about bit. farting a little. Farts. And, and, farts broke it and, and Farts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because Jesse Maynard? James Dupree was in here from Jackal. How does that work? We have no <laughs> idea. It was a weird morning. Oh, my God. But I remember. he called halfway into the interview with Jesse. And and Jesse was he's Jackal's guy, right? Yeah, he couldn't be happier. Someone's paying attention to him, right? Yeah. yeah. So we had the polar opposites of a guy and he who's gets like the this radio is, yeah. thing. And mm-hmm. Jesse gets it. And he was. I think he was just being himself. I think he's just a jovial, fun guy who likes to play rock music and drink YooHoo and mix it with uh, Jack Daniels and ruin Friendly. your life. That's it. And then uh, yeah, I told him I said we got Maynard calling in a little bit. He goes, oh, I love tools, great. I, I'm I'll sit in on it. And he started to get uncomfortable when I started to kind of argue with Maynard. Right. And then he asked him, he goes, well, what does make you happy, man? What does make you laugh? And I'm like, yeah, do farts make you laugh? And, oh, I like farts. And then Brady said something about farts, and we were joking about farts for a second. Then he kind of slipped back in. and It was the next level. It was uncomfortable. He was just a jerk. But I understand that. I understand, like, look, but just don't say yes. At the halftime at your press people are like this radio station, and you'll get, you know, program directors that get upset. And say we just won't play your music anymore. And it may seem like it's nothing, but if KUPD stopped playing Marilyn Manson, it's not for sales or anything else. It's for national exposure. We make we make a dent. If yep. radio stations start saying screw you, 
we'll just pull all your music and anybody else on that label ain't getting in. We had the same issue with uh, me and Fitz when we interviewed uh, Aaron Lewis from Stained one time. Oh, oh. That was Biggest big... dick. Oh, yeah. That guy was terrible. Yeah. Shaved oh. dick. Yeah. <laughs> Shaved. He was terrible. And Larry, literally after the interview, basically said, well, called up management music. and said, that's it. We're done. with. We're done. Yeah, we're done with all your stuff. Then they came back on one of the summer festivals out there at the shed and – they're like, well, we will send we'll send Mike down there. No, Aaron, yeah. and Mike couldn't have been nicer. And he they'll give you a free show. Game. Yep. Like when they yep. when they pull that crap, the record labels and the people in charge will be like, we gotta appease this because yeah. if they start pulling all our baby bands, we have we have some leverage, and it's kind of fun. I, I like to watch Larry get mad because he gets shaky, like Nancy Pelosi, and starts getting all upset. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we'll just we'll just pull everything. How do you like that? And then some guy in there like, and you hear whoop whoop. And Larry hangs up the phone because that's how he ends all his phone calls. And, you know, he's won. <laughs> but the Manson thing is interesting because will it be the, uh, you know, you're canceled uh, Harvey Weinstein thing or will it? I mean, uh, Evan Rachel Wood at one point said I woke up several times to him raping what he thought was my unconscious body from, uh, you know, drinking and stuff. And that was his, you know, when I would pass out and I was awake. He doesn't know that. And it was violent. And I'm like, Jesus, well, this is Weinstein Cosby territory. Well, and he, he dated Rose McGowan too, and she was calling she was calling people out. So I'm waiting to hear yeah, her side now too. And she's not afraid to say no. Things. So but why hasn't she is the thing. Yeah. And that's so now is it our, that would be a big yeah. part of it right off. But the is bat. it our job to judge that? Yeah. And 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 so we become the you know, the jury sitting out here wondering. But it is a lot and it hasn't been uh, proof has not been necessary with a lot of these accusations in the last three years. So I'm wondering how this affects him. This Vanity Fair article's out, and you have to wonder: Does this get him canceled, or is it that same like what that uh, text said? Does this just mean you were dating Marilyn Manson? You date Satan? Satan's going to treat you like garbage? Or do you say he's still a human being responsible for his actions? And that's the weird part of it because his behavior over the years doesn't excuse this, but it does make you look at the girl and go, what did you expect? Yeah. You know? And now she finally – and I get it because sometimes it takes some years to finally be able to talk about it. Say who it is. Yeah. And she's talked about it a lot, but yeah. she never said who. And she went to Congress and sat in front of a congressional board and told them the story of her rape but never said who. It was assumed. It was – people wondered. But I mean, it's a. This is from August last year. Uh, Rose McGowan said she felt young and free with Marilyn Manson. Well, maybe they were a match. Maybe all his relationships weren't bad. But yeah, it is, this is a weird one because if this is George Clooney, he's canceled like immediately just on accusations. Five women oh, come out of the closet. Clooney McConaughey. Well, that's what I'm saying. Any of those it, guys, but because you because it's the unexpected guy, mm-hmm. the expected a hole who's been parading around. As a demon, these accusations might slide right off him. Well, we might that. help his career. It might add. Might I actually mean, get people curious again about somebody who hasn't been doing much for the last few years. And is it because he's still somewhat in the mainstream? I mean, we play his stuff, but we've you said it before too. How did David Lee Roth ever get a pass from the early eighties and the late? Because it was cool in the eighties and seventies yeah. to have. You know, plus there was no internet. There was no TMZ. Right. Yeah. There wasn't. You know, they included his arrest from a hotel in one of their videos. That's yeah, right in Panama because he was with girls who were under eighteen. And then a few short years later, Rob Lowe does it, has the videotape, and we're like, oh boy, and he survived it. Because I think back then everybody's like, those girls were sixteen. They were with Rob Lowe. They were lucky because that's how people thought in the eighties. <laughs> we had songs. 
Winger had a hit, 17, for God's sakes. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. It was okay to put on the radio. And people sang it and loved it, and it was harmless. You can't do that now. That's rock Unless you're Paul roll, Walker. Man, that's rock Paul Walker roll. did it. Nobody cared. You have to be really super good looking for <laughs> any parents to give you the pass. Because Paul Walker's girlfriend, when he died, we've been together for eight years, and it's been, I'm like, wait a minute, you're 23. <laughs> He's 30. How did that happen? Oh, he was an underage? Oh, yeah, I know. well, yeah. he got oh, total time. permission on it. Man. Yeah. It's because he's, he's Paul Walker. wildly handsome man. Yeah. Uh, the parents were happy to see that this 30-year-old superstar who looked like uh, a young Robert Redford was going to pop in and steal their sophomore. <laughs> well, they figured they had nine more Fast and Furiouses to take care of Absolutely. their daughter with. So, you know. If Drake showed up at Brady's house in a couple days, he'd be like, off you go, Kirby, have fun. <laughs> Daddy, I'm going to be Mrs. Drake Drake. I don't know his last name. <laughs> Nobody does. Will you come to our wedding? I suppose. Hey, did you and your mom get me anything for my birthday? Or did Drake come, come up with like a, at least a Raptors jersey? <laughs> Daddy's still bitter about the old 5-6. <laughs> I would be too. I'm a little upset about it too. And I feel even worse because I didn't get you anything at all. I was going to buy you stuff off the TV assuming the family covered it. I'm thinking about how great it would have Drake as a son-in-law. <laughs> it would be amazing yeah. if Kirby swung Drake. What age would you allow Kirby to, go to run off with Drake? I'd say 15. <laughs> yeah. I'm, He's a, yeah. yeah. A Chris, could, Chris Brown? Could, no. We could come up with an arrangement. R. Kelly? R. Kelly, no. He, he, he just steals them. Yeah, Drake, at least, is a good Canadian. He'd ask for permission. But, yeah, I mean, there's a few celebrities. I mean, you get a few of them out there that are in their 30s, and they meet your 16-year-old daughter, and you're like, hmm, guys got it together. <laughs> okay. She's not going to do better than okay, this. Okay, Paul. This, yeah, this seems like a win. It's a little early, but, you know, sometimes you stand there with a plate and a fork before the food's done. So we might uh, have something there. But, yeah, evidently that was no big deal back in the day with Paul Walker, and that was only – 12 years ago. Nobody cared. It's been that long? Not since he's been dead, but oh, since okay. they started dating. Might have been longer than that. But she was young, and her parents were like, no, it was great. We loved it. And I'm like, "He's a that's weird. That a, I mean, he was he was a star when they met. And it's just odd to meet a 16-year-old girl and say, I'm Paul Walker. Like, he had the pick of the litter at the time they were. Like, he was fast and furious good. It's strange. But our, it's our reaction as society that I find fascinating because Marilyn Manson, there's hardly any legs on this. Yeah. And maybe it's because the girl that is talking isn't as big a star. Well, she's got some notoriety, but she's on Westworld. She's been known, but not super known. I know it's a little different because, or a little more acceptable back in the day, but, you know, Elvis and Priscilla and that whole Elvis stole most her. of those rockers. Well, she was young too, right? Like 14. Yeah, when they first met. He met her on an Air Force base, and then he left and just pined for her and then called the parents like, oh, I've just got to come back there and bang that daughter of yours. I'll be in Germany tomorrow. All right, Elvis, we'll have her all prepped and ready. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, Priscilla, Elvis is coming over. He's going to need you to be all (laughs) ready. (coughs) And now the time is all right. Here we go. All right. How's she there? Well, she's still in the eighth grade, Elvis. She'll be home at 3.30. I'll wait here on the couch. <laughs> but I'd do it. Uh, that's why I couldn't be a parent. If Elvis came over and wanted my daughter, I'd be like, can I get you some lemonade? Or... <laughs> and, of course, what would he say? <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> I don't know. Cool, cool refreshing, refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. 
Uh, so yeah, it's a peculiar story that I'm I'm very curious how this is going to break. I'm very curious how this is going to end up. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats for Brady's birthday, yes. everybody? On the Action Ride Shop big board of Brady's songs. That's right. Don't forget uh, skiing, snowboarding, all your needs can be found at Action Ride Shop. And plus, they got those uh, those brand new Pivot mountain bikes, the Switchblade in the Mojave color, which I've seen in there. They're awesome. Pretty badass. It's a great bike. If you're looking to get into mountain biking, you want to start. Yeah. You want to start right. This is it. Yeah, and those guys those guys will lead you in the right direction. So make sure you head up Action Ride Shop on Facebook and at Action Ride Shop on Instagram. And uh, we got some interesting stuff here. Death Clock, Happy Death Day. Uh, Joe Esposito from the Karate Kid soundtrack, You're the Best. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nothing ever going to The Beatles' uh, birthday. Burden of Being Wonderful from Steel Panther, Drowning oh. Pool. Warren G. Regulators. Brady loves bodies. Uh, Warren G. Kenny, Regulators. Kenny Loggins yeah. playing with the boys. Oh, oh, man, the choices <laughs> for Brady's birthday are amazing. And then the Goot wanted to hear uh, Marilyn Monroe sing uh, Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to Brady. Why don't we get the Goot to sing it? That would be good. <laughs> Goot and Tog, throw in that message. Yeah. Give me a little Marilyn Monroe Goot and Tog birthday for Brady. We'll play that one if you give it to us, Jay. Uh, meanwhile, Brady, this is your board. Weird owls eat it. <laughs> Jerks. Well, at least they didn't say fat. Yeah, that's, oh, that's true. They had that one, too. I forgot. Now he's saying eat it because, you know, hopefully Brady can make reservations for his own birthday party. You know what you should do is Instagram a party of you with, like, four pizzas alone, saying nobody showed up to your party and see yes. if anybody sends you money yes. like they did that and kid. set up a GoFundMe yeah, and everything. Yeah, a GoFundMe to say, what a poor 56. This is it. How many birthdays do you have left? I am going to put a table. Get eight pies Great out Great idea. And you'll be good with eight pies. That's Come on. A, that's three yeah. or four days at work. You'll be fine. It's between bodies and Warren G. How? In, nobody's ever said that before. Yeah. <laughs> First time in the... Really? Yeah. I really thought, I yeah. thought you were going Karate Kid. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that choice. when you were playing with the boys. Oh, for Christ's sake. This is why bodies your family doesn't bodies. give you this is, You want bodies? Yeah. Drowning pools, bodies. Don't pander. Is that what you really want? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Between regulate and yeah. Joe Esposito. I... Joe Esposito is pretty solid. I don't know where anybody came up with that one. It's just perfect. Let's see if I can find that. People are saying, uh, how about my Sharona? The <laughs> neck. I get it up for the touch of the younger kind. That's a lyric in my Sharona. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yikes. I don't think I ever sang anything but the My Sharona parts. <laughs> I didn't know there were any other words. I didn't either. All right. Well, uh, there you go. Did you get in the text now, Brady, for your – you're staring at your phone. We I got, got – yeah. Good news? For my sister. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing from uh, the wife and child yet about – Mike OD? No. What time are reservations? Yeah. Tell Odie. Hey, I haven't talked to Odie for a while. What's <laughs> yeah. up, Mike? It's good to get in touch with Brady on his birthday. What time is dinner? Or I made That's a That's a good question. No, no, no. Say, what time okay. is dinner? And maybe even a jerky, what time is my birthday dinner? Done. And then she'll say, what time do you want? I'm like, well, where do you have planned? And then, then you can start that fight, and you're going to have a miserable birthday. Good luck to you, kid. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> No way, no such thing. Yeah, no, you're going to have a good one. There's no real way around this, Brady. With these glasses, anything's possible. That's true. With these rosy glasses, this man's going to have a fantastic day, no matter what. Well, I'm rooting for you. And again, I'll be there if there's nobody. Just make the reservations at STK and tell me what time to be there.
And I'll just gladly keep the seat warm until the family shows up. If they don't, I get a steak. You got to buy it, though. I'm not buying it. It's a long trip. Oh, yeah. No, it's a lot of driving time. around. <laughs> I'll bring you a present, but that's as far as I'm going. The present is me showing up. Congratulations. Happy birthday. The best the world has to offer in music, drama, and comedy. KUPD. <laughs>